this is the second day of the woman conference and i believe that yesterday was blessed amen, amen. yesterday was blessed amen. my fire sisters were preaching the word of god and it was good to see that the holy spirit used them amen now before i go further i want to thank my spiritual parents I want to thank them for their lives, for picking up the calling of God, for believing in me, for raising youth so that their gifts can be manifested, for teaching the youth, for praying for the youth, for spending with the youth. I thank God for their life. You see, yesterday I was just thinking. I was just thinking that even before we became a church, you know, Gospel of Christ was a movement. And I can just remember the first time I was preaching. And when I look back, I'm thinking, Eva, huh? Yeah, but yet, they believed in me. They saw something in me. Papa, Mama, I thank you all. I thank you and I honor you. Amen. I also want to thank my my biological parents for raising me. Especially my mother for carrying me for nine months. You know, for rebuking me teaching me the ways of God and also letting me to be free in my Christianity. Amen. And above all, I want to thank my Heavenly Father, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You see, without the strength of the Lord, I couldn't stand here. Because to be honest, when I woke up today, wow, echt Amen. But yeah, I had a little bit of headache and I was thinking about myself, okay, you know, yesterday was a very, very busy day, but by the strength of the Lord, I will speak the word of God. Amen. So I just want to thank God for his love, his strength, his Holy Spirit, his son, the forgiveness of sin and the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Who knows the theme of the conference? Say it then. Amen. The identity of a godly woman. Before I go through it, I want to pray more. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you all the glory, give you all the honor. I thank you, Abba, Father, for guiding me and protecting me and for strengthening me. As I am standing here speaking the word of God, I pray that may you put your words in my mouth. May you teach me what to say, Abba Father. I pray that may the Holy Spirit take control. I pray that may the word of God fall on good ground. And I come against every heaviness and confusion and destruction in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for boldness in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for understanding in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that take control over me. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 So the theme of the conference is 
the identity of a godly woman. And today, I want to talk about the identity of a godly woman. What is the identity of a godly woman? When I was meditating on this theme, and all of a sudden, things were just coming through my mind. Many things were just coming through my mind. And I started to write down. And what I wrote down is that a godly woman is a woman of value. The Bible speaks of us about in, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, verse 10, that we are more precious than rubies. In other translations, states that for her prices is above rubies. So we are valuable. Our godly woman is also a woman who understands who she is. This sounds simple, understanding of who I am, but many of us, there are many women that doesn't know who they are. And that, that is why the identity crisis comes. A godly woman is a woman who understands her purpose in God Amen. and her assignment here on earth. Amen. A godly woman is a woman who finds her identity in Christ, Amen. who can relate her identity with God. Amen. You see, every woman is created with a high value. Yes. Amen? made man in his own image and his own likeness before man was created God created the heaven and the earth God created the beast all the living creatures they were just created but when it came to man he said let we all make man in our own image and in our own likeness so God taught about us he had a certain revelation of mankind. He had a certain revelation of who you are and what I am. He had a certain revelation of mankind. He said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. You see, Adam and Eve were both created in God. Amen? And as a woman, when you become a born again, your identity is being restored in Christ. And the moment you look at the mirror, you see a redeemed woman. A woman who is free. A woman who is accepted and not rejected. A woman who is loved As the beast, 
he was thinking of himself so he took some of himself into us the moment you know who you are that is the moment God can also use you that is the moment that God can use you the moment you know who you are that is the moment your assignment is being revealed you see your assignment is connected with your purpose Amen. if you know what you need to do you know also where you are going to where you are heading to Amen. 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 you see what role did Eve had towards Adam because God made Adam first and then he created Eve. But what role did Eve have towards Adam? Let us go to the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. If you are there, say amen. 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 I will read. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. Let us jump to verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man verse 23 and adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man so eve eve was made in the image to be a help me to Adam. Amen. Amen. Eve was made to support Adam. Eve was made to be a helper. Amen. You see, when you look into the ministry of Jesus Christ, Jesus placed a high value on woman. Is everybody here? Yes. Please don't be distracted. This is the word of God. Amen. So we Hallelujah. Amen. When in the ministry of Jesus, God placed a high value on woman. When you read the Bible in the book of Luke, chapter 8, from verse 1 until 3. The Bible is talking about Maria Magdalena. When Jesus, on whom Jesus cast out seven demons. The Bible also talks about Joanna, the, the wife of Shusa and Susanna. And the Bible says that they supported the ministry of Jesus out of their substance. 
So as a woman, what is your role? Your role is to help. Your role is to support. Your role is to be used. Your role is to be served. Amen. It was also a woman who witnessed the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. The moment the disciples went away, when Jesus was about to be crucified, or when Jesus was on the cross, it was woman who stood there. It was woman who witnessed Jesus hanging on the cross. It was also woman who found out that Jesus was risen. So as you can hear, women have a significant role in the life of Jesus. Women had a significant role in the Bible. A woman, when Jesus encountered her, the fraud of Samaria, the Samaritan woman, when she had an encounter with Jesus Christ, she became an evangelist. She started to preach about Christ. She started to praise Jesus. And she became an evangelist. So we as a woman, we are valuable. We are important. We are to be used. Amen. You see, one of the things that we as women have in common in the Bible, one of the things that the women in the Bible have in common is faith. As a godly woman, you need to have faith and be courageous. Amen. You see, there will come a time of difficulties. There will come a time of affliction, tribulations, that demand your answers, that demand your solution. And as a woman, you need to be able to arise. Amen. As a woman, you need to be able to stand up Amen. for your generation. Amen. You see, I was studying the book of Esther because she was one of the women of faith. You see, when you study the book of Esther, there are five things that is very remarkable in the narrative of Esther. First, you have the king, King Xerxes. You have another name, but I cannot pronounce the name, but another translation says King Xerxes. Amen? You have King Xerxes. You have Queen Fashti, then you have Esther, then you have Mordecai, and then you have Haman. They were remarkable people in the life of Esther. You see, the Bible is talking about Queen Fashti in the book of Esther chapter 1, where she was commanded to show her beauty. She refused. And when I came to find out, that was an act of proud pride. Because she didn't want to listen to the commandment of the king. So she refused. And because of that, she was punished 
from the king's place. She was punished from the palace. And then you have Esther, a Jewish, mother, a, a Jewish woman without mother or father. She was brought up by her uncle, Mordecai. And when Queen Fashti was banished from the palace, the Bible says that they were seeking, they were searching for a young, beautiful woman. So Esther came to the palace. And when she came into the palace, Esther was different comparing to Queen Fashti. Esther was different. The Bible also talks about Haggai. That he, she, he was the keeper of the woman. So she did everything that Haggai was telling her. She had a character of obedience. She had a character of submission. And because of that, she was loved. Because of that, she obtained favor. The Bible also says that the king loved her more than all the other women. She obtained grace and faithful faithful, uh, favor in the sight of the king. And because of that, she was made queen. But I will go further. When you read the book of Esther chapter 3, the Bible talks that Haman was made an official by the king. He was made an official. And when he was made an official, he commanded that everyone should bow before him and have uncertain reference of him. But Mordecai, he's a Jewish man, so he believed in God and he knew that I wasn't going to bow to man, I will only bow to God. So when he refused to bow before uh, Haman, when you refuse to bow before Haman, Haman made a decree to destroy all the Jewish people. Amen. So when Mordecai found out that Haman wants to destroy all the Jewish people over all the provinces, over all the provinces, he went to Esther. And the Bible says that Esther was exceedingly grieved. And the Bible says that Esther heel erg betroffen was. She was exceedingly grieved. She could not stand that her generation will be destroyed. She could not stand that her generation will be perished. She could not stand that even though she is a queen, even though she's a Jewish woman, even though that king says she didn't know who she was, she needed to take that risk. So she declared a fasting. She declared a three days fasting. Because she knew she doesn't fight against flesh and blood. She knew that her weapon of her weapon are not final. She knew that this thing can only go except by praying and fasting. She knew that she needed to fight in the 
What are the signs of a godly woman? Is that you are a spiritual woman? That you can get signs and seeds that you can know what to do in every situation. I said, fast it for three days. Why? Because Haman had power, had craft. He had a certain power given by the king. The show she knew that if I go, if I just go to the king and say that Haman so wants to destroy us, please reverse it. It will not happen. She needs to fight it in the spirit first. She needed to have the back of God first. So when you read the Bible, in chapter 5, from the book of Esther, from the book of Esther. Esther came to the king. She came to the throne room of the king. And the Bible says that Esther found favor in the sight of the king. So when the king saw her, he held out his golden scepture. That was a sign of acceptance. That was a sign that okay. I receive you because at that moment it was not allowed to just go to the king. At that moment, Esther didn't see the king for for over thirty days. So she risked her life by just knocking at the clock of the king. But the moment she found favor, she had a tangible approval of God. So she knew that God is with me. She knew that God has my past. I have fought in the spirit. I have fought in the I have prayed in the spirit. Now I come to the physical. Now it's time to take action. So she came to the king. And when she came to the king, do you know what the king said? The king said, What do you want, Esther? What will you, Esther? What is your request? What is your forsook? Tell it unto me. Even if it is half of the kingdom, I will give it unto you. I will give it unto you. But you see, Esther, like I said, she was a spiritual woman. She discerned times and seasons. She knew that it's not time yet for my request to be known. So she acted strategically. Amen. So she told the king, let me prepare a banquet for you. A face mouth. Let me prepare a banquet for you. And I want you to come. And I want you to bring Haman along with you. Then I will make my request known. But you see, when you read the book of Esther chapter 5, verse 9, after the first banquet that Esther prepared, when Haman saw Mordecai at the king's gate, he was moved with indignation. He was bewogen door zijn he was moved with indignation. He couldn't stand more than that. He was thinking of himself, why does this man doesn't power for me? 
Hij zei van waarom buigt deze man niet voor mij? So I need to make another plan. Ik moet een andere plan I know that I'm going to destroy the Jews. Ik weet dat ik de Joden zal moeten make another verdienen. plan. So the Bible says that the friends of Haman advised him to make a gallow, a gallow to make, to make a gallow for him, so that he can be hanged on, so that he can be hanged so that he can be hanged But when you read further, there was a time that the king was just in his house, and he was thinking, he was thinking. And the book of Chronicles and the book of was handed out of him. There was written all the things that people have done. And what he saw was that Mordecai was loyal to him. Because there were two people in the palace that wanted to murder the king. But Mordecai was loyal. And she told Queen Esther. And Queen Esther told the king. And those people were murdered instead of the king. So when Mordecai saw the great act, sorry, when the king saw the great act of Mordecai, he was thinking of himself that I haven't honored him yet. I haven't honored for days of that. I haven't given him reference of what he has done. This guy has been loyal to me. So I need to honor him. So when um, Haman wanted to come to the king to tell the king that Mordecai needs to be hanged on, except instead of that, the king told Haman that bring the royal robes, bring the royal crown. And put it on Mordecai. Set it up his home. This day he will be honored. So the Bible tells us further that Esther prepared a second banquet. Esther had a second feast prepared. She prepared a second banquet. She had a second feast prepared. And again, the king told Esther. What do you want? What is your request? Tell me that I will give you, even if it is the half of the kingdom, I will give it unto you. So the moment Haman was there, the moment Haman was there, the king found out that Haman wanted to destroy the Jews. Because why? Esther told the king, please let my people be spared. And the king was telling Ham uh, um, Esther, why are you saying that? And Queen Esther said, this is the man that wants to destroy us. And Esther said, this is the man you also want for And the king was thinking that you want to destroy my wife? You want to touch my wife? I will kill you right now. I will kill you right now. So to make a long story short, it was Haman that was hanged on the gallows. Instead of Haman now, Mordecai, they got access by Esther. Esther gave her, gave him the property of Haman. 
de eigendom. De eigendom van Haman. Of Haman. Van Haman. Onto, uh, on, onto Mordecai. Tot aan Mordecai. So that was it. That Haman was. That Mordecai was being. Being. Honored. So Esther reversed the decree of Haman to destroy all the Jews. So what I was. So what do I want? So what do I want to say by this? That Esther. Esther. Up for her generation, she was risking her life by going to the king. She was risking her life to tell the king of who she was. Because the moment she revealed that my people cannot just be destroyed, that was the moment she revealed who she was. She was a Jewish woman. And the king did not know. And the king did not know. Because she has fasted. Three days. She found favor. In the sight. Of the king. She found favor. In the sight. Of the king. So what I want to say is that. When you come to God, you need to be in faith. Moet je in geloof. A woman of God is a woman of faith. A woman of God is a woman of courage. As a godly woman, you need to act in faith. Amen. As a godly woman, you also need to be fearless. We need to be fearless. You see, we just had a retreat. We had a three days retreat. And the theme of the retreat was fearlessness. The theme of the retreat was fearlessness. You see, the moment you step into fear, you tell God that I am in control. Not you. The moment you are in fear, you are limiting the Holy Spirit. The moment you act in fear, you are leaning into your own understanding. But the moment you lose the fear, the moment you pick up the cross of faith, that is the moment God can use you. So as a woman, as a vrouw, one of the ways of a godly woman, is a woman of faith, as a vrouw van geloof. And Esther acted in faith. And Esther handelde in geloof. But now, maar nu, I want to talk about fearlessness. Wil ik praten over because when you look into the Bible, I was meditating, eh? Kan het mediteren? And all of a sudden, I was thinking of Rahab. Dacht ik aan Rahab. You see, even though Rahab, you see. Was written in the, one of the books of the heroes of faith in the Hebrew chapter 11. She was also acted fearlessness. You see, when you read the book of Joshua, chapter 2, the Bible speaks about Rahab. That she was a prostitute of the Canaanite. And Joshua, Joshua sent two spies into Jericho. Jericho. And when the king of Jericho heard to the Jericho that the two spies were in town, that the two spies were in the stad, they came to Rahab's, Rahab's house. 
they just came into Rahab's place. And they just asked Rahab. And they just asked Rahab. Have you seen the spies? Have you the spionnen seen? Have you seen the Israelites that want to fight us? And Rahab said no. You see, Rahab risked her life. Because Rahab was living in a poor village. In an arme stad, in a And she had a kroeg. She had a kroeg. She had a kroeg. And people were coming in and coming and out. Kwamen en so she was known Zoals to be a prostitute. But all of a sudden, one day, just two strangers came onto her and asked her, Can we hide in your place? Can we hide in your place? But you see, Rahab was smart because she knew that those people are going to fight. She knew that before the people proceed in battle, I need to think about my family. So she told the spies, if I let you come into my house, will you spare my family? Will you spare me and my family? So they made an agreement. They made an agreement. You see, people saw Rahab as a prostitute. But God saw a woman of faith and a woman without fear. God saw a woman that can be able to save her generation. God saw a woman that can be used even though she is a prostitute. God saw a woman who was a failure. God saw something in her and for her to be able to change her identity I need to send those spies onto her house. So the moment Rahab received the spies, her family was saved. Her family was not perished into the battle. Her family was saved. Her family was saved. Her family was saved. You see, we need to let God to define us. It is God that needs to define us. No others. It is God that needs to tell us who we are. No, nobody else. Even though your mother cannot form your identity, even though she made you, she cannot form your identity. Your identity is only found in God. Your identity is only found in God. You can only find your identity in God and in nobody else. It is God that can show you your purpose. It is God that can show you who you are as a woman. Like I said before, Esther stood for her generation. Esther stood up for her generation. Rahab was fearlessness. Rahab was angstelos. And because of this great act, vanwege deze grote handelingen, kon ze haar mensen redden. And because she has, what she has done was good. Vanwege wat ze had gedaan goed was. Eventually, she married. And she married Solomon. Trouwde ze met Solomon. And they begat Boaz. And ze kreeg een zoon Boaz. And Boaz married Ruth. And Boaz rode with Ruth. So she was in the lineage of Jesus. She was in the lineage of Jesus. She was a woman. She was a woman of faith. Of 
you need to walk in the ways of God. The reason why we cannot become a godly woman because we are still living in the past. The reason why we cannot pick up our assignment that we're also we are still living in the past we are still believing of what our mother has said to us 10 years ago we are still believing of our in every time when we was in school that people was bullying us we are still walking in rejection but the moment you come unto God like I said before your identity is being restored is your identity renewed your identity is being informed. Your identity was formed. You see, when you look into the Bible, in the Bible there were many people that was also struggling with the identity. Struggled with their identity. And one of the examples was also Jeremiah. And if on the phone because he thought that because he was a child, he couldn't speak. But God tell, told him that before you were formed, I knew you. I have sent you as a prophet. I have sent you. Before the nation, for the in the same way God has set you before the nation, the same way God has set you for the generation. Don't think because you are young. Don't think because you are just new in Christ. You cannot just do what God has told you to do. Because in the spiritual land, there is no age. It is timeless. There is no age. You see, with the moment we come to the Father, there is no age anymore. There is no time anymore. And if we walk up and down, up and down, they just You need to understand who we are. As a woman, you need to stand for your household. You are the Moses of your household. You are the Abraham of your household. You are the Esther of your household. You are the Hannah the Potter of your household. You are the one that can bring your family into Christ. But the moment you do not step up, your household can perish. If it wasn't for Esther, all the Jewish people would be destroyed. If it wasn't for Rahab, her family will not be spared. You need to take action. You have made, you have been made with a purpose and for a purpose you have been made for something great for it's the bible tells us that jesus for this purpose the son of man was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil so jesus had a purpose here on earth jesus our greatest example for old woman and man for man and frau. We need to be able to imitate Christ. The moment you imitate Christ, Christ it's the moment we leave our own mindset, our old ways, the thoughts of the thoughts of the past, those words of those people. We leave it. We just look onto Jesus. We just look onto God. I pray that 
may our identity be restored. Dat onze identiteit But that, what I also found out is to be honest. I'm just telling the truth. Even in this church, we are walking with a mask. We are walking with a mask. But we show people know who we are. Meanwhile, deep inside, we are crying. Deep inside, we are struggling. Deep inside, we don't know who we are. Even though we need to serve in, in, in the kingdom of God, we still don't know who we are. I also struggled I had with lack of confidence I struggled with lack of confidence it's not that I had an identity crisis but I did not believe in myself I did not believe that God can use me that way or God can use me in a certain way I did not believe but when people see me they say precious oh, you've been so krachtig you've been so leeg you're not shy Niet alles wat je ziet, dat is wat je ziet, is wat het is. Nee, echt, I'm telling you. Yes, it's true. Niet alles is wat het lijkt. Not everything what you see is. You can come nice, but you make mooi, you dress everything, but deep inside, deep van binnen, you are in darkness. You are crying each and every day at home. Because why? You don't know who you are. You don't believe in yourself. Even though when people tell you that you have done a good job, you still don't believe. So it is the mind that needs to be transformed. The moment you think about Christ, the moment you think about what Christ has done. Because before Jesus started his ministry, he was confirmed by God. The Bible tells us that the, 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 the Spirit came as a dove. So God confirmed Jesus. So after God confirmed Jesus, he was led into the wilderness. After the wilderness, he went into ministry. So when people were mocking him, when people were telling Jesus all kinds of things, he wasn't moved. Why? Because he was confirmed by God. It's the same way you are confirmed by God. You are confirmed by God. God has confirmed you. God has put something in you. So that whenever people come and tell you something else, you are not moved. Why? Because you had an encounter. You had a revelation of God about you. So God confirmed Jesus. That's why Jesus never stopped in his three years of ministry. The Bible tells us that Jesus, there were a lot of followers. A lot of followers. But the moment he was talking about the hardest thing, the Bible said that people left him. And he was telling the those the 12 disciples that are you also going? Are you also going? They told Jesus no. So Jesus was confident enough to tell Jesus the disciples, Are you over? I still know who I am. I'm still the Messiah. I still know who I am. And that's in the same way. If you know who you are, you are not moved by what people say. You are not moved by what people say about you. Because why? God has confirmed you. But your mindset needs to change. Identity crisis comes because of lack. 
of understanding. Identiteitscrisis komt aan gebrek aan kennis. Lack of understanding of who God is. Lack of the word of who God is. Gebrek aan het woord van wie God is. Lack of the understanding of the ministry of Jesus. Gebrek aan begrip van God. So the moment you understand the word of God, the moment you understand who God actually is, then God is genees. Ik kan niet zo zijn. Ik kan niet zo blijven. I need to change. veranderen. I need to change my ways of thinking. I need to change my ways. I am a godly woman. Ik ben een goddelijke vrouw. I am a valuable woman. Ik ben een vrouw van waarde. I have integrity. integriteit. There is something that God has placed in me as a woman. Woman identity. Who are you? Who are you? Just think about yourself. When somebody asks you, can you in engine vertel wie jij bent? Can you in engine smart vertel wie jij bent? But many of times we come with praatjes. Ik heb een droom gehad, dit, zus, zo. Maar gewoon in één woord. God says, I am that I am. Nothing more. Niets meer. Nothing else. Niets anders. God say I am that I am. Hij zei ik ben dat ik ben. Dat zegt alles. Het zegt het al. Het verandert alles. So you just think about it. Denk daarover na. If someone asks you. Als iemand jou de vraag zegt. Who are you? Wie ben jij? Kan je in één zin vertellen wie jij bent? Kan je in één zin aangeven. Wat jouw doel hier is op aarde. Als een woman. Kan je dat in één zin vertellen? Because people who, do, who can do that know who they are. They don't need a lot of words. They don't need a lot of words. They don't need to explain. I had a dream and this and this. No, because they know. Who they are is the same. The identity of a godly woman. Who are you? Who are you in God as a woman? Who are you in God as a woman? The moment you understand who you are in God, that's the moment you will also act in that way. That you will also handle on that way. The moment you know who you are, there are certain things that you will not do. All the things that you will not do. There are certain things you will just cut off. Er zijn bepaalde dingen die je afsnijdt. Why? Because of your purpose. Waarom? Het is je doel. But those who do not know who they are. Maar zij die niet weten wie ze zijn. Things. Doe gewoon. Sinning all over again. All over again. All over again. All over again. Why? Because they don't know who they are. Ze weten niet wie ze zijn. You know who you are. Ze weten wie je bent. There are certain things that you will cut off. Er zijn bepaalde dingen die je afsnijdt. There are certain things that you will not do anymore. Er zijn bepaalde dingen die je niet meer doet. You will cut off those things that not God. You will cut off those things that is not according to the word of God. As a woman, as a godly woman, you will cut those things that doesn't know that that is not according to the word of God. It is not following the word of God. It is the understanding of who you are can make a difference in your life and in the life of the people and in the life of the people. You see, we hold the keys. We have the sleutels. We hold the sleutels. To unlock, to open up, faith. To unlock it for the people, for the we hold the keys to lead people into Christ. We hold the keys to change our community. We have the keys to change our household. We have the keys to change our household. We have the keys. We have the sleutels. The keys is there, but it's just the sleutels. The keys. 
but peace is given. De sleutels zijn gegeven. But you still need to pick it up. Maar je moet het alsnog oppakken. To unlock faith. Om het te openen. Om geloof te openen. To unlock it. Om het te openen. You see, fear ends. When faith starts, when geloof staat. The moment you walk in faith, the moment that you wander fear ends. Gaat angst weg. I'm telling you, zeg het je. Fear ends. Angst eindigt. When faith starts, wanneer geloof begint. Het moment. You walk and act in faith. Wanneer je handelt in geloof. That is the moment you will not be in fear anymore. Dat je niet meer in angst leeft. We need to be bold. We moeten bemoedigd zijn. We need to be bold as a lion, as a woman. You see, the moment you are bold, you are acting by the power of the Holy Spirit. The moment you are bold, the Holy Spirit can work through you. But the moment you are in fear and do not understand who you are, you are limiting the Holy Spirit. You are limiting the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. walking in the identity, in your original identity, that God created the image of God. If you are not into the word of God, you are not walking in the image of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many of the women, they are not anymore that God created. The peace that we have read in Genesis chapter 1, 27. That peace, it was the spirit of the man and the woman. Because you are not body, it was spirit. That is what God created in his likeness. Hallelujah. Because that peace in Genesis 1, 27, Adam was not taken from the dust yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what happened with your spirit? Does your spirit look like the image of God created in Genesis 1:27? Or does, or does your spirit look like the society? Hallelujah. But we are now in a church receiving the word of God and our mind will be transformed and, and our mind will be renewed by the word of God and we will become a new creature. The old things of the society will be passed away in the name of Jesus. If you are here and you are clapping and your voice is the loudest, it is yours. 
word of God knows who she is. Hallelujah. A woman who finds her identity in the word of God puts God first. Any woman that did not put God first have not found her identity yet. Hallelujah. 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 He put God first. And I'm telling you, a woman that knows her identity in the through the word of God, putting God first. How does she put God first? She put God first in her role of submission. She put God first how she treats her husband. She could put God first how she treats her father and her mother at home. She puts God first how she treats authority. She, took, she puts God first how she manages her household. Hallelujah. She put God first how she carries herself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She put God first how she speaks to her neighbor. Hallelujah. A woman, a woman who found her identity in the word fulfills the two greatest commandments of God. Love God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. And love your neighbor as what? As yourself. But the women of these days have difficulties loving themselves. Hallelujah. The word of God said what? He said what there? Love God. Can you put it here for me? Love God. Okay, thank you. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the next one. This is the and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And I say it again. A lot of women, they have difficulties with loving themselves. And I'm telling you that some women, they love them. They don't even know that they don't love themselves. They first of all need to discover that they don't love themselves. Hallelujah. Those one are far. Some know that they don't love themselves. Some they don't even realize that they don't love themselves. They just feel unhappy but they don't know why. Hallelujah. The reason that they have lost their identity is not, uh, not, uh, by, not by not knowing the word of God and who God formed the woman. Wait. You see, they have lost their identity to society. When society gives you identity, you have lost your own. And when you don't love yourself, you will give your neighbor a fake smile. Give your neighbor a fake smile. Yes, when you don't love yourself, 
You give your neighbor a fake smile. Bible said, love your neighbor as yourself. But you don't love yourself. So the smile that you're giving to your neighbor is a fake smile. Because the real smile comes from within. Amen. Hallelujah. But inside doesn't feel good. So that smile is fake. That is when you see people start doing evil. They have lost their identity. This is how, this is how fake friends exist. They don't love themselves. So from the inside, they don't feel good. And that is where the smile is coming from. From that inside that does not feel good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jealousy is something that is birthed out of somebody that does not love himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jealousy is birthed out of somebody that does not love himself and is birthed out of somebody that does not know his identity or her identity. Because a woman with a lost identity, let us go to 1 King 21. 1 King 21. You see, when you, so, when you see women, you know those kind of women, they don't know their identity. They stir things up. They stir matters up. They stir situations up. They even stir their husband up. Hallelujah. First King 21. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel's wife what stirred up. The wickedness of Ahab was stirred up by his wife. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see what women can cause. She stirred up her husband and her husband was wicked. Hallelujah. You need to know your identity. You see, Jezebel, she has far lost her identity. She 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 don't even know the beginning of it. She, she don't even know. See? Don't know that she don't love herself. She doesn't know. Anybody that doesn't know that he, he everybody that doesn't know that he doesn't love himself is going straight to hell. There's no hope for that person because wickedness abounds inside of that person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Identity crisis. Identity crisis. I rebuke identity crisis in this church. That is why every child should start knowing the word of God from the age of 12. Because that is where the identity crisis really begins. Satan attacks at the age of 12. Whenever they start turning into 12, that is when they have to start learning the word of God. That is where they have to find 
their identity in the word of God because if they don't find it in the word of God society will give them another identity hallelujah that's why you say you see teenagers from teenage time their life is messed up hallelujah that is the age where Satan mostly start attacking the identity of a person, not knowing the word of God, causing insecurity. And insecurity gives birth to jealousy. Yes, insecurity gives birth A godly woman who knows her identity still loves that other woman that is cutting her eyes for her. Wow. You know You see, if you if you if you know your identity, a woman that is cutting your her eyes for her, you still love her. Because you know who you are. Amen. Not just that you just know who you are, because you understand that that kind of woman still need to find herself in God. So you will not look down on her, you will not be angry with her, you will still love her, but you will know in the kind of position that she is. She cuts her eyes for you, because she has what? Lost her identity. And a godly woman that carries the identity of God, she has no reason of getting angry with you. Hallelujah. And if that woman lost herself, she has no reason eyeing you back. Hallelujah. But another woman, she knows her value and has every reason to celebrate another woman. But what you see most times happening between women, let us talk today. Let us talk today. Women are eyeing each other. Women are looking down on each other. It's all insecurity. It's all lack of identity. And all those eyeing women, it bring them in a haughty position. You will not even know how to submit to a man because your 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 behavior, your stand, is not where the, where it's supposed to be. It's not a stand of a godly woman, of a woman. Hallelujah. The hallmark of a godly woman is her virtue. The hallmark of a godly woman is her wisdom and the law of the kindness of her tongue. And the wet van her. Yes. A, a, a godly woman has a law on her tongue. She knows how to bridle it. She will not gossip. That is not her class. That is not her class. That is not her standard. That is not her class. Those are those those low street market women. Those are those ones that is gossiping. A godly woman is a, is a is a daughter of the Most High God. She is a royalty. She knows how to bridle her tongue. There is a law of kindness on her tongue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
A woman who does not know who she is carries her problem to the pastor. But a woman who knows who he is carries her problem to God. Yes, if you don't know who you are, you need to go to a human being. You don't, you don't know God. You don't know God. So you will not go to God. You go to the pastor. You will go to what you see. You don't go to what you don't see. Hallelujah. Amen. A woman wow. that lost her identity has difficulties with faith. With faith. Hallelujah. I want to encourage. I want to encourage women to find their identity in the Lord, because women doing that are very rare. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Are you coming with me? Okay. Okay. Women that find their identity in the Lord, women that carry virtue, women, it, it, it sounds strange, but they are very rare. Yes. Yes, you can see it in Proverbs 31, verse 10. Please open it for me. But those who strive to be the word of God, okay, let me, I was meant, everything I meditate, I write it down. That is why I have to look back. Because I write a lot. And when I stand here, I have to remember. Hallelujah. So forgive me for sometimes looking on my paper. The word enters, you see, I want to encourage women that find their identity in the Lord because women doing that are very rare. Most women who enters the word, enters the word to do, share, and witness about the word of God. But those who strive to be the word are very rare. Yes. The church is full of women that are witnessing the word of God. But they are not. They, 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 their being is not the word of God. Yes. They talk. And when they're amongst people that can see them, they behave. But I don't know you when you're at home. When you are at home, I don't know that if you are the same person as when you are here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, many women, they have two faiths. They have their man at home. And when they come to pastors, they say, Yes, pastor. Thank you, pastor. When they are at home, they would look at their husband and say, What are you telling us? Hallelujah. If you do that, if you do that, you have lost your identity. You don't know who you are. You don't know what is your position. You have forgot that you are the helper. You have forgot that you need to submit to your husband. You don't know who you are. Hallelujah. The same goes for the youth. The same goes for the youth. If you talk to your pastor very nicely and your mouth is big at home, you don't know who you are. You have identity crisis. Yes. 
verse 10. I told you they are very rare. Women are the most people in churches. And still the word of God is asking who can find? Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Do you know what is a ruby? Do you know what is a ruby? A ruby. A ruby. Do you know where they find a ruby? Do you know how difficult it is to find a ruby? And he said it is Well, even on the world, there are more women than men. The church is full of more women than men. And still, that woman is hard to find. The churches woman for her price is far above rubies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes a good woman comes from a not good house or from a family which situation is not so good and a bad woman a bad woman when you see them they are coming out of a good situation don't be deceived don't be deceived Good things are not always from good places. Yes. A woman that has struggled and strived in her life. She went through difficulties. She come from a home that is not good. It's not when you see a woman has a, a parents that are junkies. Means that she is a junkie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, the, the place where they are get the rubbing the, the rubbing from is a rough place. It's a rough place. Hallelujah. Are you getting with me? Are you with me? Huh. No matter woman, no matter what situation you are coming from, I want to talk to you, all of you. No matter what situation you are coming from, your situation will open your eyes to change it. No matter where you are coming from, no matter where you went through, you can choose to do better. Hallelujah. A virtuous woman always chooses to do better. Hallelujah. Tell your, tell your neighbor, if you are a female, be a ruby. Be a ruby. Be a ruby. Hallelujah. The reason of verse 12, 13, 14, 16, and 24, I want us to go there. Verse 12. Verse 12. 
You see, yesterday Papa was talking about the money part. He was saying, he was saying, her money is her money, and my money is her money. But I will bring it into balance today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even women, let me tell you, even though his, even though your money is his is your money and his money is your money listen to this verse she will do him good and no evil all the days of her life next verse next verse next verse next verse 13 13 she seeketh wool what did she do she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her head okay okay next verse 14 14 14. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from where? Even though your money is your money, and his money is your money, you, you have, God have made you a helper. Yes, you too. He needs. He don't need to go to his friend. Oh! Wow! Wow, Mama! Is there any advice he needs? He don't need to go to his friends. You see, that is why every company and every every ministry it has it has a board. It has an inner court. He has an inner court. Who is the inner court of your household? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it you or is it 
the friends outside yeah. Yeah. Of the from Belton. The reason why men they cannot counsel their wife is because they lack wisdom, they lack identity, they don't strive to be intelligent, to know their man. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm almost coming to an end. You see the word of God. You need to be the word of God. Hallelujah. You need to be an answer. If you are not intelligent enough, your answer is in the word of God. For your identity and you see, see how many times women are an answer in the word of God. So many times. She was talking about Esther. Esther was an answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We women, we are an answer. That is why God has made us a helper. We are an answer. And there is another thing that I want to There's something I want to add. A godly woman cares about how she looks like. Amen. Don't let anybody tell you. Man, toch niet uit. Laat niemand je zeggen doesn't care. No. You will tell the person that I know what is my identity. And I dress like my identity. I really love what they were preaching yesterday. How the what is that you can see you cannot see the identity of a person in the way the person dresses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you dress up naked, that is your identity. Hallelujah. If you dress like a woman, a godly woman, then a godly woman is your identity. Hallelujah. You care about how you dress. A godly woman, she intentionally expresses the identity she carries. I said intentionally. A woman that does not know herself, she can pick anything in the stores, buy anything in the stores, and put on anything in the stores because she don't know her identity. She's not busy intentionally. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A woman who knows her identity knows that she she plays a submissive part. A woman who knows her identity does not carry an independent spirit. Hallelujah. An independent spirit is not from God. Because the Holy Spirit is not independent, Jesus is not independent, and the Father is not independent. So anybody that walks in independence walks outside God. 
anybody that works in emancipatie, vrouw emancipatie, you walk outside God. Hallelujah. There is no emancipatie in God. There is no emancipatie in God. Hallelujah. There would be something. If there was a Holy Spirit emancipatie, or there was a Jesus emancipatie, that would really be something. It is not from God. It's not from God. You can never be independent. God has made us to be the second. And if you know your value, you will be so happy with it. You don't understand. If you still feel as if you are low because you need to submit, this is identity crisis. Yes, you have to know and understand what an authority means. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope that you were blessed by the message I hope you were blessed by the message I want to say for the last scripture, I want to read Proverbs 31, 29 and 30. Many daughters, many daughters. Here comes it again. It's very rare. Very rare. But you are not going to be rare. It's the name of it. I mean, you are not going to be. You're. <laughs> I said, you're not going to be rare. I rebuke that. <laughs> you will be amongst the rare. Amen. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. It looks like you don't get the verse right. There are many virtuous women, but the virtuous woman of God excelled above all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but the woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. You can never be praised. If you have a, if you are a woman with an attitude, oh no, you can never be praised. But if you are a godly woman who has a godly walk and has a godly talk and has a godly dress and and brittles her tongue in a godly way and know that she is a woman of integrity you surely will be praised people will respect you because you walk in dignity people will respect you because of the way you talk people will it's even not all men will approach you because they will be like hey hey i don't know if this one is too much for me but anybody that is cheap when you see all men is approaching you i'm telling you you have to check your dress yes you have to, you have to check your dress 
And also you have to check your attitude. If all men is approaching you. I'm thinking of the scripture what Jesus said. That if you if if all men loves you, you you are you are how do you say? Cursed is those that all men love. Yes. That sorry. Woe is you. When all men speak well of you. He said, Woe is you. I just said it in another word, curse. Woe is you. When all men speak well of you. If you walk on the street as a lady and you hear weak wheel and you hear hey scotcha and you hear this and that. Jesus said, Woe is you. Woe. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if a man, if he is after a woman, he will think twice before he will so. He will, and you, if, if he's after a woman, after a godly woman, he will think twice before he will so. He will not whistle. He will monitor you from afar. He will not approach you. He will monitor you. He will check you. He will look at you. He will check it well. And he will wait till another day. You know how I know it? That is what Papa John is looking for his clothes. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. But I mean like, you see, when he goes to the stores, he will check the clothes. He will check it. He will know, he know that he won that one, but he will not buy it immediately. He will go. He will go and check others, check others, check one. But you keep that one in mind. He will come in another time. Then he will come back for the clothes. And then he will say, how much is it? And then he will buy it. And he will never regret because a man doesn't want to regret and that is why a man whenever he approach you at first and tells you I like you he's lying because you don't know if he will regret being with you he's lying he will check you and check you. From a distance, he will check you. From a, you don't know that he likes you. He will check you and check you. And he will not tell, say anything until you wait after some time. He will start talking and he will talk in a respectful way with you. Just to know you close you. Even, he will not, even then, he will not say that he likes you. Because he is a onderzoek. He wants to know if he will regret what he will give. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! But if you are cheap, you will say, "Hey, schatje." He follow. He follows his eyes because he sees something. Something is popping out. Popping out here. Popping out here. So. He cannot control that. It's like, hey, it's such a beautiful house. It's such a beautiful house. It's very beautiful. Am I lying? It's not the women that can answer, it's the men as well. 
De vrouw moet beantwoorden, de man moet deze vraag beantwoorden. Halleluja. Halleluja. Tell your neighbor who woman. Don't be cheap. Be a godly woman. Don't be Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because women are not married yet, so and there are some married women here. But some are not married yet. Oh, I wanted to say that please. I wanted to say that please. She was talking about Esther. She spoke over Esther. And Esther, you know what she did? I was whispering in the ear of Esther when you were preaching to your predicaments. I said, Esther, Esther. She cooked two times. So two times. Wow, wow, wow. She cooked for the king. Twice. Well, after she cooked the seventh time, the second time, what did the husband say? What did he say? He said what? And what is your request? What is your Did you know it is true? Eh? I'm telling you, this thing is real. This thing is real. I was in the kitchen. I was. He's always exposing me. Now I was exposing him. I was in the kitchen. I cook his favorite food. He said, This is what I want to eat. I don't know that is what he's going to do. He told me, Today I will be a protocol. Anything you want, you just ask me. That is what the king said. Women, this thing is true. <laughs> you better take it with you. The love is in the food. <laughs> it's in the way you cook it. And, uh, and on time. Eh? On time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was like, I want to I want to share this piece. That is what Esther did. Be a virtuous woman. Know your position. Know your position. Don't talk anyhow. Let everybody know in the way you talk that you are a Christian. Let everybody know in the way you carry yourself that you are a daughter of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Know your identity through the Word of God. Because that is where you will find yourself. You cannot find yourself in your friends. You cannot find yourself in the world. You cannot find yourself any elsewhere than only in the word of God. What I want to tell you, why I'm telling you this is that you are coming to church, but you only depend on what is coming from the pulpit. But when you are going home, your Bible is under the dust. Your Bible is full of stuff. 
and, and you are not exiting your Bible. And after you finish, you don't find yourself. Then you go and come to the pastor. Pastor, this thing is bothering me because you don't know yourself. You 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 knew yourself. You knew your identity. You knew exactly what to do with your situation. You knew exactly what to do what to do with your matter. You will not go to a human being. You will go on your knees because that is where you know that you are coming from. Hallelujah. I want you to clap for Jesus. Were you blessed these two days? Who was blessed these two days? Amen, 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 amen. I really love God. I really love the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We have done this two days conference. And you cannot do a conference without sowing a seed. Hallelujah. If there is anybody in this place, you see, you want your life to change. It's not the money that's going to change your life. But what you have received, you see, there is a spiritual exchange that takes place and it will be a blessing unto you. Hallelujah. If you didn't have the grace to enter the word of God daily, because I hear some people are saying, I can pray every day, but I have a problem with entering the word of God every day. And I hear some other people are saying, I can enter the word of God every day, but I have a problem with my prayer. Hallelujah. All these things, they need grace. They need grace. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you. If you want to support this woman's conference, and you want us to do it bigger next year, who is here that wants us to do it bigger next year? Hallelujah. You want us to do it bigger next year. I need you to come to the front and sow a seed of 50 euro. Please, can I have the envelope? If you are here and you really feel that low, I cannot go out of the presence like that. It's not that you will leave the presence of God to leave you, but you cannot leave this manifestation. 